the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, tuned in to Facebook Live. Thanks a lot for tuning in there. At Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Uh, As well as on WAVA 105.1 FM right here in Arlington, Virginia. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Covering all of Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C., Maryland, parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well. And today is Theological Thursday. If you just found me on the dial or you want to know how we roll, this is how we roll every day from 3 to 4. Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays today, Theological Thursdays, and then tomorrow, Open Phone and Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game, so that's tomorrow. But today... We want to talk on this Theological Thursday about the theology of manhood, masculinity, and manliness. You know, yesterday we talked about the wisdom of womanhood, femininity, and uh, female sexuality. But what does God say about men, and what do you think it means to be a man? That's my question on the table today. Uh, What does it mean to be a man? How do you have—here's another question. Do you have to be manly? to be a man do you have to be manly to be a man I'd, I'd be quite interested to just know from my listeners you know what do you think it means to be a man you know scripture has an idea right but you know because of culture changes and and all of that what does it actually mean to be a man and what does it mean do you have to be manly to be a man like you know uh, what does a manly man look like feel like uh, talk like uh masculinity what is that and uh, how do you how do you define it? Is it as definable as we think it is, or is it really not that definable? Uh, is it more like what the scriptures say um, about God creating male and female? And uh, then you add to it cultural things. So this is what our culture says a male is. This is what our culture says a female is. Is there something uniquely uh, as an asset? to the particular two particular genders all right boys with trucks and girls with dolls is that cultural 
or is that uh, uh, inherent to what it means to be a man or what it means to be a, a, a woman, a boy or a girl? That's what I want to talk about. Another way of putting it, the splendor of gender. But since we talked about womanhood yesterday, let's talk about manhood today, masculinity and manliness. My phones are now open. My number is 888-432-7434. So my questions are not rhetorical. You can actually call in and talk to me about it. Uh, you can either respond with a comment or you can even ask a question because maybe some of you are curious about this. Maybe some of you have grandchildren or children and you're like, you know what? When I was growing up, it was one way. Now it's a different way. Help me here. And so if you have a question, let's entertain your question. If you have a comment, make your comment. And let's entertain this conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm going to say a word of prayer, and then we're going to get started. So my lines are open. If you want to call me, now's the time to get in where you fit in. 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for the opportunity we have to have this communication via radio and uh, technology, Internet, and all that other good stuff. Help us to have this conversation that can be bridge building to our understanding of what it means to truly be a man, be masculine, manly, what all, what all that means. Give us wisdom now, we pray. In Jesus' name, together everyone said, amen and amen. A couple other ways to get a hold of me, andersonspeaks.com or embracegracism.com. If you want blogs and books and information and connection to my sponsors, ways to donate, go to andersonspeaks.com. If you want uh, my books in particular or want to know what it means to be a gracist and what gracism means, if you want to be uh, someone who's fighting for uh, gracism uh, as opposed to racism, uh, then definitely go to my uh, website, embracegracism.com. My number live in studio right now. Get in now where you fit in, 888 Four three bridge, eight 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 four three two seven four three four. Now in Genesis, right at the very beginning of the Bible, uh, in chapter one, this is what it says in verse twenty-seven. Then God said, "Let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over the earth." and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created man in his own image. In his image, in the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. So we as men and women are reflecting the very image of God. But in verse 27, Genesis 1, 27, he separates out male and female. So there are only two genders here, male and female. So then what does it mean uh, to be a man? Uh, does it simply mean to be a male? Because a male is, a, you know, a genetic type uh, with, you know, the right <laughs> genitalia and all that. And all of what it means to be a man is a male, right? That's just a s sort of a, uh, I don't want to say a species. The species is human, homo sapiens. But a gender within that species is male. And then you have female. 
And so does it, is femininity more than femaleness? Is, is womanhood more than femaleness? So you have male and female, but what does it mean to be a man? What is manhood? What is masculinity? What is manliness? And is manliness something that a man must have? In other words, can I be a man? Even, listen, I'll clarify it, a heterosexual man, right? A man who prefers women, but not necessarily manly. Is it biblical that I must be? Is it a command to be manly? And if so, then what is it? Are you with me? Because I think we load in cultural things, and then we tell people this is what a man, this is what it means to be a man, and people get confused by that. And then if they don't fit that, they think, well, then maybe I'm gay. Maybe you're not. Maybe being a man and a male uh, is broader than just a cultural set of what it means to be manly on a horse with a Marlboro man and a gun and a cigarette or something. You know what I mean? So let's talk about it. I'm opening up the lines. I'm telling you the table is open. I'm inviting you to pull your chair up, all right? And we're going to have this conversation. As soon as I get back, I'm going right to the phone line. I'm going to run to my break. Then I'm going to go to Bowie in Baltimore, and I'm going to come to you. Get an open line while you can. I've got, like, two left. 888-432-7434. I feel like taking chances. I feel a lot like 17. Hey, it's me again, the voice in your head. Look, we've been back and forth about replacing that roof a million times. Just do it already. You're ready now and go with Home Fix Custom Remodeling. Why? Because you can trust them and their work is great. Increase the value of your home with Home Fix Custom Remodeling. Honest remodelers you can actually trust. Start living happier now. Keep your home cool this summer. Mention this ad for a free attic installation when you purchase siding or windows for the full house or a new roof. Visit HomeFixCustomRemodeling.com. Hi, this is Dr. David Anderson. Sometimes people ask me, what kind of doctor are you? And I say, a doctor of philosophy. And they say, where did you get that? And I say, Oxford Graduate School. They say, where is that? So Oxford Graduate School has a small English tutor campus in the hills of Tennessee. It's wonderful. And you not only study there, but you study at the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C., as well as at the University of Oxford in England. What a wonderful program. I did it for three years. You go for a week and study and then you have 60, 90, 120 days worth of reading, writing, and research to do. You do those cores about six or seven times, then you write a dissertation. I tell you what, I not only got my degree while I was a working adult as a pastor in a church, but it was a safe place, not only to learn, but a safe place to think. You want more information, check them out at ogs.edu. That's ogs.edu, or give them a call, 423-775-6596. Over 20 years ago, Dr. David Anderson started a church in Columbia, Maryland, where people would be sad they had to wait seven days to come back to church. (laughs) I think he's come pretty close. Hey, I'm Rich Becker, co-founder of Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia, Maryland, and I want to personally invite you to join Dr. Anderson and thousands of diverse people at Bridgeway Community Church any Sunday morning at one of three identical services at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and noon. It's inspiring, creative, relaxed, relevant, multicultural. But wait, there's more. Bridgeway is a full-service church. Bridge Kids Sunday mornings for ages birth through fifth grade. Student ministries for middle and high school. And it's really cool. Leverage for singles 18 to 25-year-olds. 
men's groups, women's fellowship, singles groups, on and on. We even have a group called Blessed Stitches for people who just want to knit and chat. There's something for everyone at Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia, Maryland. Join us at our Performing Arts Theater this Sunday. All the details at bridgewayonline.org. That's bridgewayonline.org. Or call us, 410-992-5832. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And I'm back. Manhood, masculinity and manliness. What does it mean to be a man? Do you have to be manly to be a man? I want to hear from you. Triple eight four three bridge. Let's kick it off with C Real in Baltimore, Maryland. Hi, C Real. Welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Well, Doctor Anderson. Yes, come ma'am. Come on. A man has to be manly, otherwise that would be a turnoff for the opposite sex <laughs> in some way. <laughs> So a non-manly man is a turnoff. Could be. Does he have to be manly, though? Okay, so let's say he's a turnoff to you as a woman. But does he have to be manly? And more than that, what is it? What is manly for you? I want to know, what do you say is manly? Well, not not so much the macho manly the way you said it. Okay. Okay. A provider. Okay. Uh, um, productive purposes, you know. Um, Produ- like hang on, hang on. Productive or reproductive? Reproductive. Oh, okay. I just wanted. Okay, I understand. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but there has to be some type of manliness in his personality and his behavior. What's that? What's that mean? What's that mean? Manliness and his behavior. Like I just mentioned, uh, the protector, the provider, uh-huh. okay. taking the trash okay. out. <laughs> okay. So but hang on now. So if you have a guy that is a protector, mm-hmm. all right, if you have a guy who's a provider, he's working, and you have a guy who is a progenitor, a progenitor, a, 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 you know, a donor, or whatever you want to call it, a man who has uh, uh, intimacy with his wife and, and she produces children, if those three things happen, is that manliness to you? Well, that's some of it. That's a part of it. I get that. Uh, So I'm checking that off. I wrote wrote that down. Anything else, though? Because I know some guys that have a job. They provide. They make sure there's a security system at the house. uh, And and they probably have a couple of kids. Is that manliness only? There's got to be something else, right? That's that's part of it. Okay. Well, we'll start there. And we'll see if other people fill in the blanks. 
How's that sound, Surreal? Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks. Thanks for kicking the show off from Baltimore for me. I appreciate you. It's going to be a good show. I'm telling you, you better get in now while you can. 888-432-7434. I'm going to Rodney in Bowie, Maryland. Hey, Rodney, how you doing? Hey, Dr. Anderson. I want to thank you for this conversation. I want to thank you for your ministry. Thank this you, my brother. This is really wonderful. Awesome, uh, thanks. Man, manhood and, and, and manliness, it, it seems like it's been lost Um in our community, even in the in the church, uh-huh. sometimes even within ourselves, uh-huh. and and that um, men is it seems as though we have given up our position in in the in the home for uh, comfort, uh, uh, lack of responsibility. It's it's like we no longer have has taken that that role. It's almost I remember in the sixties as a kid. Uh-huh. The government taking over the welfare system and a man being kicked out of the home, mm-hmm. and and we seem to be comfortable uh, today with the woman uh, leader. And, so and for I you, man, so for you, manliness is authority and leadership. And that's and I, and I, I I said what I said just to kind of clear the air a little bit. <laughs> way to you get know? way to get it on the table, Rodney. Okay, in the manhood. Mm-hmm. We have to take the responsibility and lead in the home. Uh huh. And I think that we have given up our position. Yeah. What does it mean to lead in the home? What does that mean? To lead in the home. Yeah. To lead in the home is to not only protect the home, mm-hmm. but to lead in the Word of God. Okay. To so lead, spiritual leadership. To lead not only not only spiritual, but to lead as a teacher. Uh-huh. So we can teach our children. Okay, all right. Well, how, to, how to be a Christian woman? Uh, we have to set an example for our younger males mm-hmm. to to be be men. Okay. I I mentor a few. I mentor young men in the Baltimore area. Okay. Some of our family members and, and their friends, and I always tell them if you have to prove that you are a man, then you're really telling me how much you're not. Mm-hmm. I I. I, I I don't think that a, 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 a horse don't go around saying I'm a horse. He just right. is. Well, here's what's interesting. Okay. If you tell a kid or if you tell somebody, be a man, right, if you just say those, those mm-hmm. three words, be a man, then if that person were to look back at you and say, okay, I'm going to be a man, tell me what that means, part of what you're saying is it takes a man to raise a man. Like a man needs to it's, – it's something that he has to see. Because if you tell absolutely, me to be absolutely. a man, I don't know how to be a man yet. I'm a boy, right? So, But if I see a man absolutely. and that man is telling me now, a man takes responsibility, a man protects his home, a man steps up and does X, Y, and Z, then he can kind of begin to feel what it is. Because I think if you just command somebody to be a man, they're not going to know what that means in the culture 50 years yeah. from now. Absolutely. I, I, I think that we have to set that example uh-huh. by exhibiting in our actions, mm-hmm. okay. not just our words, but in our actions. Okay, thank you so much. And, and, I, and I think, we, and I think we dropped the ball on, on that, and we need to uh, get back to God and, and follow His way of what manhood. Is. Thank you, Rodney. I appreciate I your, I appreciate your comments. I appreciate you listening. Lord bless you. Okay, let's go to Brother Lawrence in Clinton, Maryland. Brother Lawrence, how you doing? I'm doing fine, Doctor Anderson. Love your show. Thank you, sir. What are you thinking? 
Well, it's pretty much black and white with me. Okay. Um, because I've been on both sides of that coin. Tell me what you um, mean by that. It's either the spirit or the flesh. Okay. It's either God or the world. Uh-huh. And you have to have courage to be humble and to present yourself as, as humble is what Jesus told us. Because right now, manly is, is, is the world. Uh, spiritually is a whole different thing. When I grew up in the in the in the, in the hood, mm-hmm. uh, you had to kind of take on a manly thing so that they wouldn't take cold advantage of you. What does that mean? Be able to fight and be angry? But as you grew- I beg your pardon? So what does that mean? Like be able to fight and be angry type? You like to hold, make yourself kind of hard? Yes, you, 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 you had to get your props. You had to uphold your, your manhood. You had to, mm-hmm. to stand up for yourself in ways that were totally unnecessary if you were in the spiritual world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Understand, understand. Once I, once I learned that and put God first, no, it changed, it changed from being macho and tough to being the man that God wants me to be. And, and in this world, it takes courage to be the man that God wants you to be because people might look at you as being soft. Right, right. So I, I see what you're saying now. It's not just about being macho. It's really being who God wants you to be. It be no, no, the other side of it is being who God wants you to be. That's the, that's the spirit. Uh-huh. The world or the flesh is being who the world wants you to be. Yeah. They want you to be tough. They want you to do all this. And, and Jesus said to be uh, humble like a little child is, is to be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So how is that different than what a female should be so far as humble as a child? So give me, give me that. What's the distinction between then the well, man I, and well, the woman? Now, now, I was differentiating because, because your topic is about manhood. Yes, sir. But right now, it, it's all of us. That humility is for all of us, yes, male sir. and female. It, 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 it's non-sexual. It's right. You know, God has to be humble. Right. And so what I'm asking is, the, what is the difference then between really a man and, and a woman? What does it mean to actually be a man? Or, or is that the wrong well, question? Well, God gave us role. Um, I, you know the scripture, so it's pretty clear. A man is supposed to be uh, uh, in charge of his family. He's supposed uh-huh. to uh, okay. take over his responsibility as a, as a person and a man should. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that it's so much different from a woman. But there are different roles that God gives us because, uh-huh. uh, as, as Paul tells us, uh, God created man. Well, Genesis 2. But yeah. God created man and woman from man. Mm-hmm. tells us that in, uh, in Timothy. Mm-hmm. He, he created woman from man. So the man has a role that the woman doesn't have. But it doesn't make him better or more. It just sure. makes him different. Sure, sure. No doubt about it. Well, Brother Lawrence, I appreciate you. Thanks for entering into the conversation with me. Okay, God bless you. Love your show. You take care. <laughs> Thank you so much. Blessings back at you. Well, I have a couple open lines if you want to grab it. Uh, it's 888-432-7434. 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's go to Sterling, Virginia. We've not been there yet. Moses is on the line. Hi, Moses. Welcome. Hey, Dr. Anderson. How, how are you? Good, good. I just had a just small comment to add to the conversation. Please. Uh, for me, for me, um, walking with, you know, with Christ um, has been like a process of not only spirituality, but also developing into the kind of man that he wants you to be. Mm-hmm. And I found that um, just because you're older in age does not necessarily make you a man. I know a lot of people right. that are 60, 65 years old still act like 20-year-olds, so... So one of the things that God has taught me along the way is that you have to make those hard decisions in life. That's yeah. what actually kind of like transforms you 
in your mentality. Like Paul talked about, like you have to be transformed by the renewance of your mind. Okay. So that happens for me. Like I, I, I found that it happened when you make hard decisions, such as um, taking responsible decisions when you don't want to make responsible decisions that causes you to transform. So mm. when you con- continue to walk with the Lord and you continue to make those hard decisions in life, eventually you will turn to the kind of man the responsible man that he wants to be. So that's what I think in my own view. Got it. Well, I appreciate you adding to the conversation, Moses. Thank you so very much. I've, I've heard uh, responsibility a couple of times. I've heard uh, people talk about, uh, you know, stepping up and being in charge of the house. What we're doing is we're kind of, we're, we're building some block, putting some building blocks together here, right? We're talking about the theology of manhood. If you're just joining us, masculinity and manliness, the question on the table, if you want to join in, I got a couple open lines. Uh, what does it mean to be a man? And the secondary question, do you have to be, quote, unquote, manly to be a man? Now, it does say that God created both male and female. So male and female represent the image of God. But just because you're a male doesn't make you a man, right? I mean, when a child is born, you can say that's a male child, but it doesn't mean he's a man. So if you take this child that's male and this child that's female, you can shape them into anything you want from the cultural standpoint, can't you? Hey, listen, I'm coming back. 888-43-BRIDGE. Joining me right now, Brian Sheely. He and Mike Rakeman, co-founders of Fellowship Home Loans. And Brian, when folks call that toll-free number to talk with you or Mike, what's the most common question you're getting? What are they looking for about their mortgages? You know what, Don? I think the first thing people say is, I've heard you guys on the radio. I am putting my trust in you just to see, am I in the best situation I could possibly be in? Can I get my monthly payment lower? Can I get cash out maybe for this or that? And whether we can or we can't, or maybe it's good for them, maybe it's not good for them, they're getting honest answers. And that's the thing that people are so appreciative of is just getting that checkup and knowing at the end of that phone call, yes, you're in the best situation possible or no, we can do A, B, and C for you, but at least they're making that call and doing that mortgage checkup we talk about all the time. Make that call right now at 1-800-804-SAVE. Again, that's 1-800-804-7283 or online, fellowshiphomeloans.com. It is for our own good that God tells us we must forgive our brothers and sisters when they sin against us. Here's Lou Priolo. When you do not forgive someone, but instead you replay the offense over and over again in your mind. I can't believe he did that. The deeper and hairier and uglier that root becomes. Resolving conflict this week on Family Life Today with Dennis Rainey. Weekdays at 4 a.m. and 7.30 a.m. on WAVA. Most kids resent a dad who's constantly pushing them. Let's go. But not Rick Hoyt. We can do this. For years, Rick has been pushed, pulled, and carried by his dad, and he loves it. Here they come. That's because Rick, a wheelchair quadriplegic since birth, and his father, Dick, together have competed in over 65 marathons. So when you see Dick Hoyt pushing his son around, you're witnessing extraordinary devotion. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Are you a responsible person who finds yourself growing deeper and deeper in credit card debt and you're not sure how to fix the problem? Then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. 
Trinity Debt Management is a nonprofit organization that will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment. Put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges and reduce your interest rates by as much as 60%. You'll save thousands and become debt-free for keeps. It's not a loan. It's a smart way to relieve your stress, meet your obligations, and preserve your self-respect. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Gather up your bills and call this toll-free number for a free, no-obligation debt analysis. 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. What a doozy of a show if you're just joining us. It's Theological Thursday, and we're talking about the theology of manhood, masculinity, and manliness. What does it mean to be a man? Do you have to be manly to be a man? By the way, it's not just being a male, uh, but it's being a man. You're born a male. In fact, uh, Karen Jones says on my Facebook Live, hello, Dr. Anderson. Babies are born male or females. I think that once a male learns what his purpose is, it makes him a man. He needs to be able to take care of himself first. Once he starts his own business, oh, wow, he's an entrepreneur now, too. With his God-given gift, it blesses his woman. Dr. Anderson, you know your purpose, and that pleases Amber. A man has to have value, and people will follow him. Thanks. Karen Johns, thank you. Ramona Torres says, Women have stripped men of that position in the home. Then she puts in parentheses, I was one of those women. Jonathan, about my biz, Terry says, I feel that the God-given role of a man is to be the foundation and protector. Delbert Pope chimes in. Good afternoon, sir. Karen Francis Smith, hello to you. Thank you for liking the topic. If you want to join me, my Facebook uh, is at Anderson Speaks. So go there and you can chime in. Maybe you can go later if you're listening right now and you want to get the full show. Maybe you just tuned in as you're leaving the Pentagon right now. I'm just glad you tuned in. Thank you so much. Here's my number in studio, 888-432-7434. Let's go to John Paul. He's in Bowie, Maryland. Hi, John Paul. How are you doing today? Good afternoon, Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Grace and peace be unto you. And to you as well, my brother. Thank you. What are you thinking? Okay, let me share something with you, right? I just want to input what I can. Okay. Okay. However, my father does not put male over female. Human beings do. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. So there's always been a balance. Turn your radio down so we don't have that echo, John Paul. Okay. I apologize. I all right, that's apologize. no problem. So you're you're saying that you know men put man over woman and all of that. Um, so what do you right. think it means to be a man? Well, first of all, any person that's a man has uh-huh. accepted Yeshua Jesus. Okay. They haven't. They're just males walking around. Now, through that, you get revelation through the Holy Spirit, with the reason guides you and tells you how to operate, along with some educations out in the system. And your spiritual ability and capacity, your cognitive, you know, okay. compliments, 
and also how you handle yourself fleshly. All right. So but you're saying that if somebody, you're saying if somebody's not a born again Christian, they're not a man. They're just a male. There you go. Huh. The translation for male is spirit. Huh. Interesting. And I mean, so is it the same for, is, is it the same part. for females then? If, if you're a woman, but you've not accepted Christ, you're not a woman. You're just a female. Uh, yeah. Huh. <laughs> Quite interesting. All right. Let me see what other people think about that. Thanks, John Paul, for your comment. I appreciate it. Let me run, run to Silver Spring, Maryland, real quick. I don't want to miss Etherin before my break. Hi, Etherin. Welcome. Hi, uh, Dr. Anderson. Thank you for you giving me a chance to uh, speak a little bit about this. Sure. You Got know, about one a minute. Of the major, major problem we face when we talk something, we don't divide and define. So we mess up and we mix it up. We talk to something. So uh, I appreciate you started with divide and def- uh, to give the definition too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm, as my understanding, you know, we call, because of the man and woman, they share something together, humanity or human Correct. or man right. at the, from the very beginning. So we confused always to define by taking this intersection. They have some intersections. They have their own unique thing. Uh-huh. So they, they always confuse the, by taking the intersection. Now, do you think there so is a uniqueness between men and women? A, a unique difference? Yeah, there is uniqueness between, and they have the sharing point, the common point, too. Yes. So people try to call to convince, I mean, to mix it up, the intersection, they take one of the intersections, I'm a man, I'm a woman. Uh-huh. So that intersection is not to define men and women. Uh-huh. Their own way, there is a definition and make them separate and different. So what do you That's think, why God, when what do you think the difference is? Human or man, then female and male. Right. So that, that is the confusion point in my understanding. Got it. The so, second thing, mm-hmm. The second thing, man and woman, even we try to describe in a word, it, it doesn't be described in a word. But naturally, any creation, any human being can identify that woman and man, even they don't express in a word, or they can say this is the definition, this is the list. Even well, they don't say, they know it. Human yeah. being know man woman by nature yeah, we used to know anyway hey listen i gotta go after i gotta break i'm going to then when i come back i'm going to arlington virginia to talk to rena i also want to talk to you so if you want to give me a call 888-432-7434 so you know you used to be able to really tell nowadays you're not always sure are you hmm. <laughs> i'm coming back in just three minutes Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Does your home need any improvements? Ours did. In fact, Amber and I called Home Fix Custom Remodeling, HCR, and we got a new Master Elite roof. And guess what? Once that was installed, we started saving, listen, over $100 per month on energy bills. Not bad, right? Not to mention when we needed new windows and doors, guess who we called? 
HCR. That's right. And our energy bills are even less because of it. So if you need an efficient solution, ways to keep your home safe and your family safer, make sure you call HCR. Ask for Gus when you call. Tell him that I sent you. Here's his number. You ready? 888-991-2427. And by the way, they also specialize in a wide range of other products like energy-efficient siding, doors, trim, and gutters. And let's not forget those walk-in tubs and showers for those aging gracefully among us. Let's put it like that. And all of this with a lifetime-inclusive warranty. Call HCR, 888-991-2427, and tell Gus Dr. Anderson sent you. Daddy's name is Attorney James McCullum, and his firm practices in the area of employment law. My daddy has practiced employment law longer than I have been living. Employment law is complex, and my daddy would be honored and privileged to serve you. If you need a lawyer, call my daddy, James McCullum, today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Even our assistant producer of the show is on my Facebook Live. He says, a real man rejects passivity, accepts responsibility, leads courageously, and expects God's greater reward. Mm-hmm. Good stuff, Tony Penny. Well, what about the rest of you? What do you think it means to be a man? Of course, I'm looking at that, and I'm thinking to myself, what about a woman? Could you actually substitute the word man and put woman? A real woman rejects passivity, accepts responsibility, leads courageously, and expects God's greater reward? Or is that only for men? We're trying to tease it out for you because we don't want you to uh, be confused as, you know, the culture continues. There's going to be a lot more um, confusion about what a man is, what a man isn't. And a lot of it has to do with culture, by the way. Okay, just so you're clear. Um there were times when the scripture would say a woman's not even supposed to wear earrings, makeup, and all this other stuff. But now, guess what? Women can do it. Now, that wasn't for all women. It was in that day and time and for the first century church. It meant something different back then, all right? Uh, and even in our country, there was a time when, you know, uh, a woman would show her ankles. She'd be the one that's a prostitute. Now, of course, you know, women, you tell them, hey, look, all you can show are your ankles. They'll, they'll think, man, they're going to think I'm a nun. So a lot of it has to do with the progression of culture. It used to be men did not wear earrings. Now, I don't necessarily have an earring, but when I was in my 20s, I did one of those little magnet rings. I, I couldn't do the whole piercing because I didn't want to really, I wasn't all in. I just kind of wanted to see what it looked like. So, you know, you had these magnet ones where little magnets behind the ear and little diamond stud on the ear. Everybody thought I had an earring. It, it was a cool thing. Nowadays, it's just normal for, for men to have earrings. But let me check, check this out. It depended on, when I was growing up, it depended on what ear you wore the earring on, right? So if you wore the earring on the right side, that meant that you weren't shooting straight, right? You were you were gay. If you wore it on the left side, that meant you were being stylish as a dude, but you were heterosexual. Now you can wear them both together, but if you're not gay, you don't want to wear it just on the right side. Now, I don't know if that's changed nowadays. You know, it used to be a time men didn't wear pink. Now they say it takes a strong man to wear pink. So you get my point, don't you? That now in culture, things shift. So when we talk about this, we want to make sure we don't, you know, especially if you're raising boys, you don't want to attach things to maleness or manhood that truly aren't biblical. 
but you can say it's cultural. You can say it's preference, and that's okay. You you are allowed to tell your child, look, it, it, the Bible ain't saying it. I'm saying it. In our house, <laughs> you know, boys ain't playing with dolls, okay? And that may be you as long as you don't make them feel like that's what the Bible says. That's why I'm coming to you. What's the word say? And what is manly? What is mas- masculinity? All right, let me keep talking to you. I'm loving this. I'll give you the number one more time, then I'm going to anonymous. Uh, here's the number, 888-432-7434. Now, before I get to anonymous, actually, I, I said I was going to get Rena in Arlington first. So let me go there. Hi, Rena. This is Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Good afternoon. I just wanted to say in First Corinthians, it talks about when you become an adult, uh-huh. Give up your childish ways. Uh-huh, that's true. Because of how old you are, you can be 90 and still behave like a child <laughs> without no medical conditions as an excuse. Uh-huh. So regardless of age, if you behave like a child, you're a child. Uh-huh. I mean, it takes responsibility to be an adult mm. and courage, you know, facing what you have to face. And when you come to the end of yourself, just ask Jesus, did you go through this? And Mm. He will show you in the in the Bible, the Word of God. Yes, he did. He was rejected. He's been falsely accused. We go through just what Jesus went through once you accepted right. the Holy Spirit. But that's a man or a woman, right? To teach you how to be an adult. Right. Uh-huh. So you're talking about children and adult, but uh, what about a man or a woman? Do you think there's a distinction that there? Is a man or a woman. I mean, they both have to give up their childish ways. I see. Human okay. behavior has not changed, just the environment. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate it, Miss Rena. Uh, and the verse that she's talking about comes from 1 Corinthians 13. Uh, when I was a child, verse 11, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. But when I became a man, this is a man writing this, by the way, I put childish ways behind me. Now we see, but a poor reflection as in a mirror, then we shall see face to face. It goes on to talk about other things. But the point she's making is moving from childhood to adulthood. In other words, you got to grow up sometime. But what I'm saying is how do you grow up as a man? All right? Uh, And I'm going to kind of give you some of my view as I get back from the next break, but I'm not going to the break yet uh, because I want to take some more calls. But, uh, you know, moving from childhood to adulthood is one thing. But from childhood as a girl – to adulthood as a woman, is that different than childhood as a boy growing into adulthood as a man? Scripture has something to say about this, but again, I'm not going to jump there right yet because I want to talk to you. Let me go to Baltimore. Anonymous, you are on the line. How you doing? I'm fine. Dr. Anderson, God bless you so much <laughs> bless you for back. your program. Thank you. Amen. Yeah, the Congressman, what my contribution is, uh-huh. uh, if we want to look at uh, real man, yeah, uh, it, it's shown in the scriptures. You know, Adam is a real man who tried but failed. Mm. And Jesus is another man, even though being God, who came and left footprints. Mm. That when we follow him, we will succeed. Many examples in the Old Testament are like a person like Abraham. Uh-huh. So I believe that a rare man, I think somebody was asking a question, or I think it's you, that <laughs> when you are not a Christian, are you not a man? Right. You are a man. Yeah. If you are not a Christian, you are a man. But the whole thing is, would you be able to fulfill the purpose why 
you were born or God allowed you to be on earth. You're right on. You are not able to realize that Adam could not take good care of Eve and allowed the enemy to thwart the word of God. So he was still a result of that. That's why we are all suffering today. Well, you're right about it. Find out that in you're right about it. Find out that in Matthew four, the devil came the same way, but Jesus overcame him. Yeah. So I believe that those who are in the world are men, just that they, they, they are not able to pursue their right. God-given purpose. Uh, uh, you know, purpose. That's right. That's so right. Every man is a man, but the real man is the one that follows the footsteps of Christ. Got it. Thank you, Anonymous. You said it well. And uh, here's here's the thing: we're talking about purpose. Being a man, you're a man. See, I don't believe that you're not a man if you don't accept Christ. That makes you just a male but not a man. No, I think you're a man when you grow up to be a man. Uh, but whether you're a, a spiritually alive man living on purpose, that's another topic, isn't it? Now, we can take it there, but and let's just assume we're all, in, in this case, let's just assume uh, we're all believers for a second. I still need somebody to tell me what it means to be a man. Because even if I believe in Jesus at a young age, if I don't know what it means to be a man, I could be acculturated to be a woman. I may not have a woman's parts. I may not have a woman's, uh, you know, upbringing. Uh, But, you know, just because of my physicality, I may not have a a cycle and things of that sort is what I mean. Uh, But if I'm raised by women and they are trying to raise me like a woman, will I really grow up to be a man? Or, here's the case. This is what I want to get across. It takes a man to help a man become a man. That's my point. Doesn't mean a single mom can't raise a boy, but he needs some men to get the understanding what it means to be a man. Uh, And women, guess what? Older women need to teach younger women how to be a woman. Now, can you do it without a mother? Yes. Can you do it without a father? Yes. But because of the community around us, we need help understanding this. I'm still going to grow up from a boy to be a man. I'm still going to do that. But what kind of man? See, that's the issue. It's not, am I a man? It's what kind of man? And that's the issue. Because if the gang raises me, I'll tell you the kind of man I'm going to be, right? Uh, using my sexuality and my domination and my anger uh, to, to, to define that. But if I'm raised by a, a believing mother and father in a safe environment where I'm not having to protect myself crawling through the pr- pr- playground because shots are being fired, guess what? I'm going to be in a different environment that's going to nurture a different part of me. So environment has something to do with it. Faith has something to do with it. But modeling manhood and modeling womanhood has a lot to do with how boys turn into men, how women, uh, how girls turn into women. When I get back, I'm going to get my last couple of phone calls in, and we're going to land the plane. So much more here, but that's why we have open phone in Friday. That's our catch-all day. We can get it all in. Make sure you start calling me right at 3 o'clock tomorrow. But we still got a little time left. I'll be back in just three minutes. Yeah. One, two. Look, I know I don't deserve to touch the mic, bro. 
This is Michael Medved. I'm here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The government projects the cost of Medicare plans will decrease this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans nationwide to help folks maximize their benefits and save money. What is it people need to keep in mind? Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic. With so many Medicare options, it can be confusing. My advice? Don't go it alone. Get unbiased help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more with lower co-payments, more choices like dental and vision, and the freedom to choose your doctors. With the enrollment deadline only weeks away, it's important to act now. Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. For your free Medicare assistance, call 800-292-7796. That's 800-292-7796. 800-292-7796. Want to know my favorite word? Simple. It's how I run my life. Wear the same work boots every day? Simple. Have the same lunch? Simple. Take the same route to work? Simple. But sometimes my job gets complicated. That's why I use Granger. No matter what issues the job throws at me, Granger keeps things simple. Online ordering? Simple. Managing my inventory? Simple. And if something pops up, Granger's got my back with 24-7 customer support. Simple as that. Call, click Granger.com or stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. A miscarriage, a cancer diagnosis, a home break-in. On the next Focus on the Family, Pastor Peter Chin and his wife Carol share about these devastating blows to their family as they were in the midst of following God and planting a church in the inner city. They'll talk about their fears, disappointment, and the miracles that happened along the way next time on Focus on the Family. Thursday at 4.30 a.m., 7 a.m., 11.30 a.m., and 8.30 p.m. on WAVA. If you're over 40 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for a special free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your joints and skin? Would you like to promote joint comfort and flexibility? What about fine lines and wrinkles? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, we want to send you a free bottle of the Ultimate HA Formula. The Ultimate HA Secret is hyaluronic acid. HA works in your body like a molecule of youth, cushioning your joints and hydrating your skin. We guarantee once you try Ultimate HA, you're going to love it. So, cushion your joints and reduce fine lines and wrinkles with the ultimate HA capsules from Purity Products. Get your free bottle today. Just pay for shipping and call right now. Dial 1-800-365-6329. That's 1-800-365-6329. 1-800-365-6329. One last time, 1-800-365-6329. FM, WAVA. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. I appreciate your help. 
and your support. So the scripture says a man ought not to cover his head. A man ought not to cover his head since he is the image and glory of God, but the is the glory of man. So man is the, the image and the glory of God. Woman is the glory of man. For man did not come from woman, but woman from man. Neither was man created for woman, but woman for man. For this reason, and because of the angels, the woman ought to have a sign of authority on her head. In the Lord, however, women, a woman is not independent of man, nor is man independent of woman. For as a woman came from man, so also man is born of woman, but everything comes from God. In other words, God created an order. God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Christ submits to God the Father. He's the head of man. Uh, man's the head of woman. Uh, and that's the order that God has placed. And in the Lord, there is this sign of authority. Now, outside of the Lord, that authority may not exist in the same way. Uh, it's like in your household, you may do things differently. But in my household, as for me, in my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. And this is the order that God has given us. So we're not saying for the rest of the culture, y'all, you know, have to have to do this. What I'm saying is once you're in Christ, in the Lord, there's the order that we must follow because we know that God put it in creation. Doesn't mean that there's not equity and equality. Doesn't mean that men and women are different in their value. But it does mean that at least when it comes to authority, God is placed on on the man to be the head. That no head can live on its own. It's got to have, as my wife says, a neck. She's the neck that turns the head. I may be the head, but she she's the neck that turns the head. So there you have it. Hey, listen, friends, we've been talking about the theology of manhood, masculinity, and manliness. I know we just scratched the surface, and I know there are more of you want to talk about it. And I want to talk to you. Unfortunately, the show is coming to an end, so I can't take any more calls. But maybe this is one of those conversations you have with other people in your men's group and your women's group. What does it mean to be a man? Do you have to be manly to be a man, especially especially moms who are raising boys uh, and and grandsons? You know, uh, make sure you don't put on that boy something that the scriptures not put on him. Teach him the character traits of manhood, not whether he should wear an earring or not, not whether he should uh, enjoy the color pink or not. Those are all cultural things, and they change in different cultures, Western cultures and Eastern cultures. You know, don't make it too much about dress. I mean, if you go to Eastern cultures, they all have on dresses, men. Uh, they don't call them dresses, but they dresses. <laughs> okay, but that's okay. That's what they wear, you know. And and guess what? Um, Western men wear that when they preach. Half the preachers are wearing robes, right? You can call them robes. Um, but what am I saying? I'm saying just because somebody is wearing a robe doesn't make them uh, female. And just because a woman is wearing jeans doesn't make her trying to act like a man. What I'm saying is men need to raise boys, women need to raise girls, and, of course, we're interdependent on one another. But if you want to know what it means to be a man, hook your young boys up to some true godly men. in a Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.